1: So now it's time to turn Turn it up. up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn. burn it up.
2: Episode 370, ladies and gentlemen, this is Chris Featherstone. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. We are live and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right into it. We got a fun, fun, fun live Q&A. With this person on the line right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm really excited to, to just interview this person. I've talked to him on the phone a couple of times over the past couple of days, and uh, uh, he's excited. I'm excited to do this awesome Q and A session tonight. I really have a lot to say about this person. Um, you know, 51 years old, uh, decades in the business, former three time WWE Tag Team Champion. Uh, you know, took. Took a break, took a little, took a little break. Had a a, a total shift and change of identity of Rustler. Now he's alive. <laughs> he's alive, ladies and gentlemen. And just the most one of the most exciting people to watch right now. Just a total character revamp. Just a a total just excitement, fun. One of my favorite people to watch uh, on on television. He don't he don't give a lick about his body. He just throws it <laughs> around, and uh, he, just, <laughs> he just tough as nails. Obviously, uh, I, I know a lot of people in the wrestling business, and they've said that about him throughout the decades that he's been wrestling. Uh, so, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him right on PCO. How are you tonight, sir? PCO, you're on the line, buddy. Uh, How you doing? Yep, yep. I can hear you. You on? Can you hear me? I I
1: can
2: I can. You can. You yes, good? I'm great. Okay, awesome. How are you doing tonight, sir? Yeah, yeah, I
1: hear.
2: You. Awesome. It's great. It's great. It's great to be on the well, show. I'm, I'm, I was listening to you, uh, and I was. Wondering
1: alive or it's alive? Yes. <laughs> the way, the way you were saying things
2: that <laughs> He's alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, it's alive or he's alive? Yeah, he's, he's alive. alive. Yeah. Absolutely. Um how, well, you, doing? how yeah. you doing? <laughs> how you doing tonight? How you how, I'm, I'm awesome. doing tonight? I am. I think awesome. Super good. Cool, super good. That's awesome, man. It's great to have you on the show. So uh, let's just jump right into it, man. It's, um, I watched the Crockett Cup this past weekend, and uh, you know, you all, you and Brody, uh, Villain Enterprises, you made it to the finals. Not only did you make it to the finals, you won the whole thing. You are the Crockett, not only are Crockett Cup champions, yeah, Crockett Cup trophy holders, I guess you could say. You were also the re Very
1: prestigious. Very prestigious.
2: It is, absolutely. Yeah. Um, not only that, but you are the re NWA's been on a hiatus. Uh, the, the the Tag Team Championships has been on hiatus for about a couple of years. And um, they rebranded. Uh, they went back to the old school, old school uh, <coughs> uh, titles. And you and Brody won the thing and, and now are um NWA World Tag Team Champions and that you're you're the best tag team in NWA and the best tag team in the Ring of Honor how does that feel
1: First of all the NWA I mean uh the Crockett Cup I mean the Road Warriors uh, uh Dusty Rhodes and Nikita Koloff in 87 and and then 2019, PCO and Bowie King, Villain Enterprise. It's unreal, pretty cool. How can I not uh, be feeling very happy? So, yeah, of course, you know, I'm doing it. uh, Just enjoying every
2: single moment of Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. Uh, you know, I guess we got some questions rolling in here. Um, I guess my first question to ask before we get into jump before we jump on right into the Q and A, just what made you want to just rebrand the way that you have now? Who came up with the idea? What what caused that? I mean, you went into um, you you know you when you were John Pierre Lafitte and of course Carl Ouellette and the Quebecers and all that you know you had more of a uh a, a French aristocratic you know type of type of feel, um, but you know of course you were even main eventing in WWE you know feuding with 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 Kevin Nash Diesel, uh, but now it's just. What I appreciate about your run now is that it's just a complete 180 from from the previous, you know, Carl Roulette, Pierre Carl Roulette, uh, Jean Pierre Lafitte. You know uh, those those gimmicks. What caused you? What was the mastermind behind coming back as PCO? And uh, what were your goals for for the this type of PCO return?
1: First of all, all the other gimmicks or characters that I had uh, aren't like uh, coming from me. Uh, yeah, of course, I wanted. I didn't Jean Pierre Lafitte. I I wanted to be. I always wanted to be. on uh, that that you know uh, a power. So mm-hmm. some pain, so you cannot intrude uh my career. Uh but I i just could not man's Vince McMahon's head. I mean, like uh, I've had so many disc um you know, first of all he never thought that I could be uh United States, which I thought, like, no, this has got nothing to do with. I never understood why they never thought that it could be done. I wasn't ready for that. Maybe, like, uh, I didn't have, like, all the, uh, you know, I matured and uh, I got, like, a lot of other things. Also I cannot blame them for, for for not wanting to I don't blame anybody uh because that's who I am. I mean I am like uh for I feel pain that you can't hurt, that can do like crease Uh, And that's human. That's that's who I am. And when I perform in bigger scale on the on the on the bigger base, it's myself. It's who I am. It's uh, maybe it's a little bit exaggeration in the way I walk or like that, but the base. How I, that's how I undo myself, you know, in everyday life. Every day of my life. Uh, came, it came by uh, uh, hazard. Mm-hmm. Well, hazard in life. Everything happens when it's a due time to happen and, and things like that. And uh, I was working out. When, um, even before that, I was working out with him. He was just training.
2: Uh, your phone's going in and out so who'd you, who you say you were working out with i don't
1: feel like my promos
2: who'd you say you were working out Destro, with my manager my creator distro oh, okay got it got it Destro. okay
1: the creator distro you know the, the guy's doing videos with me
2: mm-hmm. and
1: i was working out essentially with... said so there's something missing you know on you know we have to um, trained me on a, a rip a deck of card and that's all started with me only then. It went all the way to being franken. Mm-hmm. Just it just happened. We were doing like videos, and it was just like in the movies. Without and kept on going, and it just kept on blowing and blowing and getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you just went crazy on the indie scene you know exploded and that
2: yeah mm-hmm. and, and now it's we're we're hearing like uh me and the chat are hearing like uh ever like it, it for some reason it pauses and, and stops like every five seconds It's very odd i don't know why it's doing that but we'll manage we'll, we'll make it happen let's uh let's get I to i don't know
1: it's the same thing for me like when i
2: It's the same yeah yeah I'm losing you now. yeah um uh all right so let's uh jump into these uh live uh, chat here uh, Multi's asking what was your favorite thing about being in wwe uh, the thing uh,
1: the big arenas like Madison square garden uh, arena in Chicago and the Shark Tank in San Jose and the in LA. That was the thing that, you know, I uh, grew up as a and being able to wrestle in the, those hockey buildings was like something that
2: was pretty. Okay. Um, let's see. Alexi's asking, "When wrestling is one half of the Quebecers, were there ever a tag team you wanted to have a program with, but didn't?"
1: Uh, programs like uh, I've wrestled uh, the team that I really wanted to wrestle fans, a big program, but I've wrestled them like a bunch of times, so that was pretty cool. Good wrestlers growing up, so working with uh, against them or pretty cool. And, um, and um, my best tag teams that there were at that time, uh, Harlem Heat,
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harlem Heat is. Uh, um,
1: yeah, everybody basically. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And, I, and I'm sorry. What was that first team you said again? Hello. What was the first team you said again? Uh,
1: Road Warriors. Oh,
2: Road Warriors because yeah,
1: they were like. After mm-hmm. them, it was that was really cool
2: yeah the road wow yeah the road words yeah. is a good one for sure awesome um so again you uh
1: that wasn't a long that wasn't a long program yeah it's
2: mm-hmm. awesome well um yeah and I, again i apologize for the connection here i have no idea i talked to you on the phone twice and everything's fine but um but we'll we'll manage um well, yeah, I don't know either. But I've, I never have this issue here on my show live. Uh, but uh, again, well, maybe maybe since it's a Canadian phone, perhaps that's the perhaps that may be the issue. Um, um, where are you? Where are you staying now? Are you in? Uh, are you still? Are, are you in the states now? You're still in Canada? No, I'm in Montreal right
1: now. I oh okay.
2: yeah oh okay 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 and how far is that from like the border 30 my time <laughs> uh, what time is it you said eleven thirty.
1: Eleven
2: thirty. oh okay okay yeah so yeah. you're so you're eastern yeah, you're yeah, the same as I think me you're in- yeah yeah i'm, I'm in ohio i'm the same as you yeah, yeah yeah that's all right yeah so you're are you a night owl do you usually stay up at night No,
1: not that much, but, you know, I can manage, like,
2: for, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's got cool. It. got it, got it, um, wh- what are some things that you like to do outside of WWE, I mean, outside of, uh, uh Ring of Honor and, 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 um, and NWA? I
1: mean, you, uh,
2: wrestling-wise
1: or just in life?
2: Just period, just in life.
1: Well, I I don't, uh, I'm trying to spend daughter, uh, as much as I can when I'm at home, mm-hmm. uh, but come on, just being ready for the next door, so it's all around, uh, you know, working different aspects. Mm-hmm. And, There's always something about, about you know wrestling. That's it. That's <laughs> You gotta be really passionate about it, and that's you gotta true. be thinking about it like twenty 24- four.
2: That's true. And I think yeah, it's all
1: about wrestling.
2: It's yeah. Else. And I think, and I, you know, what, and that's a good point because I think that the fans can, the fans they're so into pco right now because they can tell that pco eats sleeps and drinks and breathes the business you know and, and and it's they can they can see fake and they can see real and they can and they and and I think fans I can speak for myself as well we see the authenticity of a pco match i've seen a bunch of your matches now you know of late and, you know, just <laughs> the, 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 caution to the wind type of thing. You still still have one of the most plush moonsaults in the business. And not afraid to take just a crazy bump. And um, I was just at ROAs, was just here a couple of weeks ago. And uh, you took a crazy bump on, on the chairs. It was in Columbus, Ohio. I took a crazy bump on the chairs, Masters of the Craft. And uh, yeah, it was it was absolutely fantastic, and just uh, of course your match in NWA and re- working with other promotions too. I really enjoy uh, watching you, uh, and I, I, I and I appreciate your story. You know, it's just you know fifty one years old, really a fresh start in the pro wrestling business, a uh, uh, a totally different gimmick. You know, that's uh, like you said, is more like you, and I think the fans feel the organic. I, I think they, I think they understand. I think they, they, they feel that organic vibe. And, um, so yeah, it was, uh, I, I, I commend you for that. So uh, a couple more questions, um, before I let you go. Really? I really, really, yeah, go ahead.
1: I really appreciate two words, two words that you just said. You attempt Organic. Mm-hmm. And that's two of the major things that, uh, I hear quite. i mean, uh, so glad that you said that. That you know that, and that's very, very important to me because I, the approach that I had when I when I was uh, like I was a rookie, you know.
2: Mm. uh Interesting. Uh, I yeah. Uh, interesting.
1: I didn't want to uh, to make a buck. Uh, for me, it was just about realizing and that, she mm-hmm. that it took all my life to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And it was about like, Who well, might have laughed at me. Might have think that I was crazy. Might have think a bunch of things in my mind. Uh, that I could achieve that goal that I had
2: hmm really interesting i'm
1: so happy that i i listened to my to myself
2: yeah 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 absolutely yeah. and it worked and it's it's panning and out still meetings
1: and, and <laughs> it took time i got time but it's it's all oh, it, what's going on right now It was what I wanted. It was really what I wanted as mm-hmm.
2: a career. It's really what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, and I'm glad it's so happy. Yeah, I'm glad that you are getting what you wanted. Um, and I, and I really appreciate that. I, I you know that's a really interesting vantage point to have. Um, regarding that, you know, and it's and it's one of those things that looking at it from a Looking at it from the standpoint of being a rookie, um, I think that's really interesting. I, I really do think that that's really, really interesting, a really interesting standpoint to have um, of just re- uh, a really good approach as far yeah. as just uh, looking at this approaching things from from the vantage point of, yeah. I'm was, a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, all right. So uh, let's uh, get into a couple yeah. more questions before I let you go. Just a couple more questions, guys. Uh, I want to be respectful of uh, PCL's time. Uh, if you have, uh, okay. So, if given the opportunity to return, I don't care. Oh, you don't care. <laughs> oh well, that's great to know. I'm glad. I'm, I bet you the chat is uh, no, totally I mean, I mean Take your time. Take, no, no, don't don't. Oh. I mean, go go to
1: your program. I go to your questions. There's no rush.
2: Oh, I appreciate that, man. I, I, yeah. Okay. I'm, sh- I'm sure the chat uh, yeah. appreciates that, too. Um, all right, so uh, here we go. So the next question is, if given the opportunity to return to WWE, would you? If so, who would you want to uh, duel with?
1: Well, oh, the thing is, uh, really happy with really the of honor for Yes. For a bunch of good reasons, rush for wrestling business. I think uh, I think uh, with their talents in a way that every company should do as they do, as Ring of Honor do, as creatives do. Mm-hmm. They they really want to that people are asking them to do. They don't want no one to do something that would be out. ideal personality. Make them do something that they would feel stupid. Mm-hmm. Just to do it. You've been asked to do it. It's it's hard to explain, but it's just... Uh, just trying to know, you know, the people, the talent, and and... and, and but not fall into something that they' they don't feel that it's it goes mm. with their identity I think that's one of the greatest things. uh I don't I don't certainly other companies cannot adjust to that I mean there's always a possibility to adjust um that's one of the the major reason why I like ring of honor but When I was like in the peak of the of, of the indie scenes, just before I got under contract, mm-hmm. I was shooting for Undertaker because uh, I've worked, and I just thought that the styles would be good, That's crazy, uh, and I I said that you know, uh PCO uh perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a perfect that 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 was gonna be a But uh, in two thousand eighteen when I was aiming for that mm-hmm. and um Madeline with Ring of Honor and I mean uh Dylan Enterprises and Yeah, became better than I would imagine. So,
2: yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 been great. Uh, I've personally enjoyed it. So, um, you know, I'm sure I can speak for many, many other people when it comes to when it comes to that. So, uh, major major kudos for that. All right, so I, I got a few more questions. I appreciate you said that you want to um, keep going, so we can do a couple of things. We can, I can either um, yeah. we're, we're live right now, so in order to get uh, maybe I can try to get a better signal for you, and you know we're live, so I just can call you right back, or we can just still still try to do do this thing. It's it's up to you. We're we're, we're live here, and people are really enjoying you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's try that.
2: Okay, so I'll give you yeah, a call let's right try back. That. Let's sounds good. I'll call you right back. Just a moment that yeah, uh, All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We're live, pal. Man, PCO's a cool dude. Man, I talked to him a couple of times on the phone. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate just uh, his willingness and his openness, and um, that's really cool stuff. So we're gonna we're gonna try it again. We're gonna finish these questions, and uh, I'm gonna try calling PCO again here live now. Can y'all hear me well? Because it, it, it may be the connection for PCO. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me fine? Just, uh, you know, no, no type of pauses or anything like that. Um, let me know. So, chat room, let me know if y'all can hear me just good. Because, okay, Cody says, yeah, Cody says it's fine. Uh, 1001, yes, Michael, yes. Okay, I, I, I figured that. Um, yeah, so my end is, my end is fine. So it may be PCO. It looks. It sounds like it's PCO's. And as far as his mic, he is in Montreal. So it might be a a, a thing going on there. But it's all right. We'll manage. Um well man, Lexi says, "Yep, no delays." Okay. So we'll just make. We'll just. We'll just make this happen. We'll make it work. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate PCO doing that too, man. Big kudos to him for that. Um, so let me give him a call again and we will try this out and see if it works. Hopefully, it does. Hopefully, it does. Calling him, calling him live, ladies and gentlemen. (coughs) Let's see if this works. Yes, all right. You're alive, sir. Uh, Let's see if it works. Hopefully, uh, there's no delays or cutoffs or anything like that. So, let's jump right into the the next question, uh, Ryan's asking, what was the deal with the click incident? Was uh, You was involved with the WWE replacing RRS to face Shawn Michaels in matches. So it, it
1: was a long story. In 19, uh, that was in 94. they telling me that you you know, I was going to start the Lafitte character, and uh, it was going to wanted people to see me for like two years without me wrestling in Montreal, mm-hmm. and then uh, about to get started as as Lafitte and uh, characters between Quebecer Pierre and Jean Pierre Lafitte, and R I uh, Arnold uh, got injured and just called me up himself and asked me if I would want to John and Mar- um event match the form and uh, and I said um had just won the, uh, the Royal Rumble that year and we had like a little bit of an argument about the way that the finish Oh, oh, oh! And um, so we, we just had like a little argument. We had, and the match was super cool. I mean, it was one it was one of my favorite match ever. Working Sean mm-hmm. great worker, but it was hard. Like you know, he had the attitude, and and I guess you know I was young and I didn't know like you know different. Not saw anything like that. So it might have been a little bit like of a hard ass within. Mm-hmm. We were, and I um, said that, I went on with it being like eight months on this. Uh, on Things I didn't know nothing about the one. It was me versus the world title in Montreal. And he, he walked up and he came up to me and said, number 15 or whatever, it's me and used to be big boot jack knife, one, two, three. Hmm. Because he, you know, usually, you know, you, you get to know well, and just, just the fact that he came up to me, like, uh, so far at a time, and was telling me things like that. I just, you know, they were like, they had all the belts between them. The world title was Kevin. Uh, it was Kevin and Sean at one point, or Sean at the IC belt, or Sean. all the top spots in the company, so they were like pretty much ruling the dressing rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they... Like Kevin, you know, uh, <laughs> I feel bad that I didn't get on his make peace and everything and I think he's one of the coolest guy and one of the funniest guys he's super cool I hated him and I hated them and for saying that and one day the show came mm-hmm. I see you man it's, it's gonna be a count out or DQ or whatever and and yeah mm-hmm. big thing over like me not like I told I told uh, If you were going to have me to lose, I was going to go home. There was not going to be any main event. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I didn't care. I was going to quit right on the spot.
2: Wow. You got to stick to your guns. (laughs) Stick to your guns. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I'm sorry, you're skipping again. What did you just say?
1: No, it has been a good learning experience for me.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Um, Do you foresee the Quebecers being inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame? If so, who would you want to induct you?
1: Oh, if ever I am inducted in the, uh, I would like Kevin Nash to induct me. That would be cool. Ah, (laughs) interesting. uh, <laughs>
2: Even as yeah, the no, Quebecers, so real like
1: because I've I met him so many times last year. It's gonna be tough. Honestly, to be honest with you, I I I don't care nothing to me. I mean, I've got no interest whatsoever. all About fame. I mean, there's so many guys that have been inducted in the Hall of Fame. I think. Like everybody that works in WWE and, and AWA and all the world, not even WWE guys have been inducted in the uh, WWE all. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what's the big deal. And maybe because I think, yeah, I mean, as far as WWE talent, I don't think, I don't know, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I'm having more fun, you know, work with our way and NWA and being in the middle of a great run like that. Yep. Yeah. I, I you know, crazy. Yeah. I don't even think, I don't even, well, I can't even know It's It's so far down the road for me that I don't even think about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I, you know. so much more in the business.
2: Yeah, it is.
1: More years.
2: Yep. I agree with you. Um, So much to
1: be accomplished, to be done. Yeah. I'm not even thinking about it.
2: Yeah, and that's a good segue to the next question. Do you see yourself holding the ultimate championship belt in RO8 soon, and who would you like to beat for it?
1: Well, I, I don't. I'm having Matt Davin on. About almost next week or the following week after mm-hmm. that. So, the the title that night it's going to be in Toronto, Canada.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, but, I'm, I'm. I'm pulling for you, no man. Big,
1: I mean. <laughs> i mean, i i really want i really want the title uh i always drink big, so I'd like to get the t v title as well eventually So I'd like hard oh, which can i think there's only two guys that did it so far uh, so that's uh you know, one of the goals that I've got for oh well, two thousand
2: nineteen nice nice. Yeah, I you know, it's so funny. I, I was uh, at, I was, yeah. at oh, the, yeah, I was at Masters of the Game High. Yeah. I was at Master of the Crafts Masters of Crafts when he was a, here in Columbus and I was telling some colleagues, I was like, "You know what? Um I think it just it's an amazing comeback story. If the biggest ROH event of the year is typically Final Battle in December and somehow the last pay-per-view of the year you win the ring of honor world championship and just it'll be such an amazing comeback story and i'm gonna i'm gonna close here with um a comment here from uh Zudomon. he says pco you are the greatest comeback story in recent memory if somehow you're reading this thank you for everything you've done thus far in your career so with that any 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 closing words
1: Well, um, uh, uh, and appreciate all the comments. The comments that were made, uh, we either would you know made a good comeback. You won, you know, a master, um, and a lot of people went out saying that you know the the the, the, the two come back, you know, and that really touched me, you know, like uh, like the day that all those comments and then the the tweets, and posts, and everything uh, the day that came out for about two three days. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, what, like I like I told you, I feel that it's only the tip now so much more to be coming up. You know, I uh, I'm pretty sure uh when we talk next year.
2: <laughs> awesome man. I like get a feeling that something really, really big is coming up. I agree. Yeah. I agree man. I and uh you you've you've got a fan it's in happen.
1: It. I can't tell you how it's gonna happen.
2: what is gonna happen <laughs> yeah yeah you you've got a fan in me man i I mean
1: i don't know how it's gonna happen but just know some. some
2: yes something that's that's that something's gonna happen my
1: gut feeling that's
2: that's my vibe it's gonna be big it's gonna be big also man uh do you have any social media uh
1: of course uh the main one is my twitter account uh following uh at uh pco is not human is not human follow me there and you'll have access to all my other uh social media platforms
2: uh again that's pco is not human so i'll I'll go ahead and put that here in the chat room so y'all can follow pco is uh pco is not human. that's great (laughs) yep pco is not human all right pco well uh it's man it's been a pleasure for you to come on the show and you to be so flexible man i really appreciate that and in the you know chat the chat room is uh saying that uh it appreciates your flexibility and uh uh, there's a comment that said that you're very humble so i think that that's i think that's taking you a long way man Uh, it's taking you a long way at this age and keep on it man i think that's uh you are to me you are the, the the true story of the wrestler you know I mean it's like you know a lot of a lot of times people you know think of uh, wrestlers and uh, unfortunately we, we do see this but um, wrestlers who have a career for decades they fall in the, you know fall in the dumps and then they try to make that <coughs> come back for one more time. But for you, you know, it's one of those things that um, you just decided to say, you know what, I'm going to make a complete overhaul of my character. And like I said, not only does it feel organic and authentic, people are into it. And and they and not only, I think people are so shocked that PCO was once Pierre-Carl uh, Ouellette and Jean-Pierre Lafitte. You know, in and, and the Quebeca, you know, and, and it's like they're so shocked to see that from 25 years ago compared to one of the most daredevil, death-defying, you know, wrestlers. And he's 51 years young and still on it and at it and ready to go <laughs> to the next to the next show and do the same thing that he did, so... I, I appreciate it man and, and, and I think it's I think it's fantastic.
1: Funny story too, it's like sometimes I got people coming up on my following me on Twitter and and then three weeks after oh I didn't know that PCO was That's that's uh that's something else. That's very, very cool.
2: Wow. I like that. Wow, like so so they don't even know they don't even know that you're a perfect wrestler,
1: and then eventually <laughs> wow. they find out.
2: <laughs> wow, that is really interesting.
1: So, that, and 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 just to add to your thing about the wrestler, when I went to see that movie, it was showing the dark side of wrestling, and I talked to my, "A good, you know, why don't we have a?" a, a, a inspiring story, yes. something more rings a bell other than, than this. And when I decided to do this, you know, I asked myself that I was not going to go out. I was not going to have, like, a drink. I was not going to... I was this just for the business and just for my dream. Mm-hmm. And then I will in order to to be able to do it, and I'm totally focused and and there's there's no other way around it for me it's uh, full fledged hundred uh, and twenty five percent and given my arm that's awesome on it all the way all that, the way otherwise awesome. don't even try just go all the way I don't even try.
2: Yes, I agree with that.
1: And I like very much for giving me the opportunity to speak awesome. my story. Thank yes. you
2: so much. Oh, my pleasure, man. My pleasure. Hopefully we can have you on again. Uh, I don't know what the skipping's from, but uh, we managed, and uh, the chat room really enjoyed you. I really enjoyed you being on the show. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good night. All right. Have a good Bye-bye pco pco awesome man that was a fun time i appreciate uh, you being on the show i appreciate you pco being on the show uh there's a rhyme there uh fun times fun times thanks so much for coming on here all right ladies and gentlemen um dave said it was great uh Zudomon says thank you uh good stuff good stuff um Thanks so much for uh, PCO being on the show once again. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right into uh some some um headlines Him. and I was uh, I actually came back from SmackDown. I came back um live from SmackDown. Uh ah, nice Johnny. That was a good one. PCO clearly overcharged his device. I like that. That was funny. Very uh fitting to his current gimmick. <laughs> um yeah, I was actually at SmackDown Live tonight in, in Columbus, Ohio. Here is Evan Tech Prout, ladies and gentlemen. How are you tonight, sir? Evan Tech Prout.
0: You going hear me?
2: Yes. Are you there? About
0: to jump, you see, oh. Okay, yes. The greatest comeback.
2: Yeah. Looks like you're skipping too. Yeah, looks like you're skipping too. Everybody can hear me just fine. People can hear me just like a okay, But for some reason, you are skipping as well don't know why but you are skipping let me try actually let me try call back in about uh, one minute let me try something real quick Um, let me try something real quick Um, uh, I don't know if that's okay we're just gonna do this we're just gonna make it work we're just gonna make it work Uh, he's gonna call back here in the studio. Technical difficulties, but you know, you know how we work. It, you know how we work in PNP, ladies and gentlemen. The show must go on. On (laughs) it, yeah. Uh, Dave asks. Um. Uh, yeah. Ryan said he can hear me fine. Um yeah I can hear I mean it looks like everything is in a, everything's good to go. Uh did you did you really uh, uh GSP did you see my king Booker bun? It's funny cuz I was actually right behind Kevin Owens at the at the um at the final segment. Uh when when Kevin Owens was um was backing up, um I was I was like I could I could have reached my arm out and touched Kevin Owens at the very at the very end of uh, the the segment uh, tonight, so that's how close I was. So, you, so that is not a surprise that you saw me. Um, uh, yeah, call back, Evan. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, I was I was right by right by uh, right by Kevin Owens. Um, let's see. Let me check these ask Chris questions. Uh, GHP is saying if you ever have Tony Atlas put the kids to pay. <laughs> well, you already know it's a PG show. No matter what, all my guests know know that well beforehand that it's PG. So uh, I've had some some heavy hitters, and they've all been told the same thing. So uh, I, you know how I am with that. So Tony Atlas need uh, he would if he comes if he call uh, if he comes on the show he would need to be under the same guidelines. But I would love to have Tony Atlas on the show. Actually, I would love to have Tony Atlas say Mark Henry and Sasha Banks. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you that Sasha Banks, she um, <laughs> Vince is going to Vince is going to fire. Sasha Banks. Now she she gone. She gone. She she gone. Vince is gone. Vince McMahon is going to fire her. She's going to break, break. she's going to keep her at home and she's going to take her out cuz you don't you don't fire somebody from the beginning. Okay? You don't fire them while they're at the 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 show. You take them home first, and then you make sure that you fire them. You got somebody to call them, and you say, because I'll tell you what. Sasha Banks had a really good opportunity, had a really good opportunity, and she blew it. She blew the opportunity, and I'll tell you what. She don't realize that people, I tell you, people people 10 15 years doing what Shasha Bank is doing and they trying to take her spot I tell you what man people gonna be really happy that she gone because she gone they don't fire you on the spot they ask you to go home and think about it. and Shasha Bank is good I tell you she she messed it up man <laughs> that's why uh, Tony Axel Tony Atlas mixed with Charles Barkley. There you go. That's my uh, Tony Atlas. That's the best Tony Atlas I could do right now. Uh <laughs> Tammy liked it. Uh Zutamon said it was spot on. <laughs> so that's my that's that's uh my my so, so Tony Atlas thinks Sasha Banks is gone. Fire ain't gonna fire on spot. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, he never said it was terrible. He never said Tasha Banks was terrible. So that's terrible. That's Charles Barkley. He's terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, as far as as, as far as that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, Dark Side of the Ring, um, is really good. It's really good. Um, all i th- I've seen three of them so far. I've seen the uh, Bret Hart, the Brody and the savage all three of them are fantastic absolutely fantastic my favorite one was Brody's um I'm trying to figure out if I knew anything uh knew anything new of any of them uh I think the here's Evan let's see if this works here Evan Tech Prout in the building uh you are live you're live pal Um let's see if um uh, I'm trying to figure Did out yeah I can hear you fine. Yep, I can hear you fine. Um let's see. Um these ask <coughs> questions. Um Uh speaking of the Tony Atlas deal, uh with the reports from sources and the recent tweets, this is from Lexi in a recent tweets from Alexa Bliss, do you think the locker room is relieved when with Sasha's absence from uh, in general? <laughs> I mean, you know, Tony Atlas is making a good point of Sa- Sasha Banks. She's making a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think, you know, I think he's got a good point there. I think people aren't really saying, oh, no, no, Sasha, no. Why are you gone? No, come back. I mean, because he's got a good point. Essentially, what that's doing.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, essentially what it, what that's doing is that's giving somebody an opp- uh, opportunity. Tammy, good point, Tammy. Tammy says Dana Brooke is probably happy she's in the Money in the Bank match. Uh, absolutely. Um Sasha Banks would have most was, uh, likely got that opportunity. So uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Was the woman's right. What's her
2: name? Lacey Evans. Yeah, I don't I don't think that I don't think that yeah, Sasha Evans, I, don't, I don't think Sasha Banks being gone has anything that, uh, has any bearings on Lacey because I think they would have pushed her anyways. But I do think that Dana Brooke is uh definitely benefiting from that because i do not act i do not see her at all and the money in the bank match if sasha banks was there sasha banks would have most likely been in the money in the bank match from what i've heard there was planning there was plans on breaking up her and bailey anyways um which i think they should have also hug connection should have stayed for a little while longer and then they broke up break them up um but uh, you know. Sasha Banks would have most likely been the money of the bank if um uh, if they didn't. Uh GSP said he saw that Tony interview, he made some good points. Yes, he did. I, I, I he definitely did. Uh what do you think of Leo Rush's debacle? Is in your opinion, do you agree with the punishment? Uh, you know, I um I've been I've been talking back and forth with for Leo Rush's agent, so um we text it back and forth. Hopefully, hopefully we can just wait and see. Maybe he'll. Uh, hopefully he'll come on the show. I, you know, he was there was some interest there, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens um, with it getting finalized. Speaking of that, one of my favorite. Uh, you know, I had said I said I was gonna have an announcement too. <clears throat> so, uh, might as well do it now. Let me see if there's any uh, any other. Uh, ask Chris questions before I do that. Uh, ta, 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 ta. Okay. Um, as regarding Lior Rush, we'll see. I I I'm gonna save that and ask him some hard hitting questions if he does agree to come on the show. Um, if he doesn't agree to come on the show, I'm gonna at least try to get a statement from him because I've been interacting with his the agent. Yeah, I've been interacting with his agent for the past few days um, so we'll see we'll see how that goes um, do I think Tony had any insider info on Sasha Banks incident no I don't think so I just think that he's old school and <laughs> that's what he wanted to that's how I thought about it uh, Zudomon's asking have you watched any of the MLW episodes if so do you have any favorites from there um. Yeah, I, I've watched plenty of MLW episodes. I actually went to MLW twice during WrestleMania. <clears throat> during WrestleMania weekend, and did coverage uh, at um, both. Um, let me look at my. Uh, <laughs> let me look at my media pass right quick from our, from uh, MLW to remember what the name is. Hold on. So I'm looking at my uh, Rise of the Renegades. That's what it was called for Thursday night, and then Friday night was called Battle Riot Two. Of course, I, I know Battle Riot Two, but trying to figure out what that Thursday show was called, Rise of the Renegades. So had a good had a good time for both times. Um, as far as favorites, my favorite in MLW now. Um. I would say probably my favorite in, uh, I talked to Teddy Hart um during that time He actually was supposed to do an interview with me but um <clears throat> we got crunched for time we talked for about we talked for a while I interviewed him last year too it's funny I interviewed him in the gym last year I was at an indie event and I wanted to lift weights. Speaking of that, you see this? You see my pancakes and power slam shirt? Uh, I don't think I don't know if I've ever worn my pancakes and power slam shirt on the show. So check out this. Uh, uh, tweet me, uh, direct message me, or for Facebook friends, uh, Facebook message me to order a shirt. This is what it looks like: pancakes and power slams. Buy it now. Do it. Do it now. I'll do it for you. So, uh, only $15, um, <laughs> I, um, I am terrible at branding myself. I've had these shirts for a while, actually. And, um, yeah, people buy them locally and, uh, but yeah, I can ship them to you. It'll be, you know, $15 plus a, a shipping fee, but, uh, it's, uh, a slightly extra for anything above two X. Um, so yeah, buy a shirt. Otherwise, uh, Kevin Nash would say, "Buy the shirt, uh, pancakes and power slams." If you like what you see, if you like the shirt, buy it. Go support. Let's uh, spread this uh, PNP nation all around. Um, um, there's some really good comments here, but yeah, buy the shirt. Buy the pancakes and power Sam shirt. Hit me up for that. <laughs> um, I wore it uh, at SmackDown today. Me and a good friend of mine, Ben. We both award here at the Pancakes, uh, at, uh, at SmackDown. And you know, what's so cool about the Pancakes and Power Sam show? I'll go to events and people will know, um, about the show. And I think that's really cool. I, I don't know. I have no idea who they are. Um, but they know the show. So that's, uh, goes to show that, uh, the Pancakes and Power Sam show is, uh, is making some moves dog i went to roh and they uh there was uh multi, multiple people who knew who who, who uh, i was like oh yeah listen to the show um like i told you before I, I have a really big audio audience um uh and they watched the show i mean they listened to the show and um yeah so for those who are listening audio come over to youtube and 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 you know live if you'd like for those who are listening to facebook on thursday nights um the attitude era version like i said <laughs> you tape it one day and air the uh, another day so it's on facebook so this live on youtube uh, including the the comments right here is live on uh is 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 uh, also shown on um Facebook on Thursday nights on the Wrestling Inc. Facebook page. Uh, So, uh, for those who are looking at this on Thursday, jump to Tuesday so you can be a part of the greatest interactive podcast and the most amazing fans. The PNP Nation is absolutely amazing. And these comments are absolutely amazing. And the Ask Chris questions are awesome. And the interview uh, Q&A questions are absolutely fantastic. So you guys are awesome. Um, <clears throat> okay. All right. So one more X-Chris question. Uh, two more X-Chris questions, and I'll make the announcement of the huge announcement that I'm really excited about next week. Uh, Johnny's asking, X-Chris, Ask don't know if that's a thing today, but I'm going to go anyway. Uh, yeah. It's always Johnny. It's always a thing, brother. Axe Chris is always a thing, every single week. So, in the Luke Harper case, why does WWE hang an extra six months into his contract while he's getting his wrist fixed win? Yeah, you know, pettiness, really, honestly. Um, um, the, the fact that uh, Luke Harper's... Uh, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's a commodity, you know, uh, people who will be very interested, uh, in him if he leaves that WWE. And so, um, they, I think it's, I think it's like until March of 2020, uh, where they have him on contract. So I think that that's quite crazy, but, um, you know, and ice him for a while, like they did with, uh, Ray Mysterio. Like they did with Neville, as far as uh, keeping him on his contract and just letting him sit it out, and um, yeah, just I don't know, it's just this petty. Petty. is petty to me. It just really is. It's really petty. Um, and it's so funny. I was talking about. I was having this conversation with someone today, and I was like, you know, the WWE, they do a lot of good things, but uh, man, they, there's a lot of petty decisions that are made unfortunately because i'm like you know what they are all hired they are all independent contractors um uh what's going on ernie good to have you on the show uh on the chat room tonight um yeah i you know i think it's petty because they're independent contractors okay so this is what an independent contractor does um you get hired by the company to do work for the company that's where all the all the wrestlers that you see wwe is hiring them to do a job which is perform in front of the crowd and that's what they do as independent contractors they accept the role they fulfill the job um but and, and and from a from a WWE stand from a Vince McMahon standpoint, this genius because you don't have to worry about benefits, you don't have to worry about insurance. You're not responsible for that stuff as an independent con- You know, as a, a for independent contractors, they have to do all that themselves. Um, but it is kind of it is kind of uh, contradictory because if I was an independent contractor uh, and I you know had a painting business. I'm branding myself as an independent contractor. A uh, uh, a company hires me as an independent contractor to paint their all of the insides of their first floor. So I can get fired if I if I do not do that stuff sufficiently because I am here for the purposes of painting your first floor. Now, you have nothing to do with other con with uh, with other projects like if i'm painting your first floor since i'm an independent contractor i should be able to clean your first floor and then clean that building's third floor and then go down the street and clear that building clean that building's fifth floor because i'm an independent contractor i'm assuming roles i'm assuming tasks as an independent contractor it's an issue if i don't fulfill the task that you're appointing me for that becomes an issue but if I'm if I'm doing the, my job successfully, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, if I'm doing what you hired me to do, which is paint the first floor, I'm going to paint the first floor, and I'm going to accept more jobs and more tax. And I think it's really interesting. I think it's just a. I know that there's loopholes and stuff like that in between them, and in, in, in ways that Vince knows his stuff. He's been doing it for <laughs> for a long time. He's been mm-hmm. doing it for longer than I've been living. So I I know that, but at the same time, if you want to really I've had people on the show, I've had I've had former WWE people on the show talking about this. If you want it to be an independent contract, an actual independent contract, make it independent. <laughs> and that's and that's, you know, but the bottom line. So and this is about making the money and it's an ego
0: trip and, right. and we all know. Luke Axe for his release. He's still under contract. You gotta remember, everybody in WWE, if you read, if you play the WWE video games, anything, it says all. Yeah, essentially property. That's why when they go to AEW, they yeah. go to why so I changed their names because WWE owns the right to their name. Mm-hmm. Some people are extending, but The Rock is owned by WWE, but not Dwayne Johnson. thing. any footage, and so they had to pay him or get permission because he had a entertainment, con- um, entertainment trademark on his name, and the, and the single thing had a, you know. All right, you start a contract, so legally I'm going to add another six months.
2: Yeah. Wow, yeah. That right. technically, you
0: still uh, own you.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, then,
0: <laughs> and it's like, you know, I do independent work too. I'm an IT professional, Is one of the other things I do. I had to do. And sometimes while I'm still doing the job for a company or for a hospital, now, as I can rightfully go and do another job, as long as it didn't conflict with their contract, we do not want anybody to go away. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks said on her contract, we're going to ask six months to leave Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. I mean, WWE's still not going anywhere, but that season knows. And shadow hope. WWE did not expect AEW.
2: Effect. yeah yeah they yeah they, an yeah <laughs> they didn't they didn't make they didn't expect that yeah very true um all right so let's get to this announcement ladies and gentlemen. before i get to these questions and the headlines um so i'm gonna i'm gonna announce it right again out. later on but uh the announcement is the next person on uh the next guest never had them before bucket list item checked um one of the one of my greatest uh, one of my greatest wrestlers of all time ricky the dragon steamboat will be on the show and um i'll be interviewing him um this weekend and um Uh, So basically what I want the PNP Nation to do is I want you to uh, tweet me questions with the uh, Chris Polific or at at Crave Wrestling with the hashtag of Ask Ricky or actually Ask um, Dragon, Ask Dragon. Um, So do that throughout. So I'm going to interview him Friday afternoon. So be sure to get your questions in before Friday afternoon with the can hashtag. What's that? I didn't hear you, Ian. Uh, uh, oh, soundbite.
0: Soundbite? Can we get
2: the applause sir? Oh, the applause soundbite. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you with the, with the applause. Uh, if I can find it. Here we go. Yes, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um let's bring it up here. And there we go. There you go. (coughs) go. Um yeah, let's do that. Uh yeah, so uh the the hashtag the hashtag of uh a hashtag of axe dragon. Do that before um Friday, and so uh, so let's get so get your questions in. So go ahead, uh, Evan. He's
0: he's great. Yeah, he's great. I've I've had the uh, I've had the honor. He's um, steamboat. Ricky can talk. He's a great talker. He's a great storyteller. Gets early how he feels, and, and you'll you'll definitely be in for a treat. see Ricky's a great.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, uh, guys.
0: He's on my top five, like you. Yeah,
2: he's uh, number three for me. I talked to him at a show uh, in Chillicothe um, a few weeks back. And um, very nice guy. And so I'm looking forward to, <clears throat> to interview him. I hope you guys have a good time. Uh, and, again, it'll, it'll, I'll be playing the interview next week. Um, so, like I said, it's scheduled for Friday. Um if anything different happens, I will let you all know. But it's scheduled for Friday, and so ask Dragon hashtag Ask Dragon, and uh, I will go ahead and uh, use my interview time to <coughs> for the PNP Nation and, and ask your questions. So that's what we will do. All right, so let's uh, get some of these Ask Chris questions. Uh, let's see, Jim Ross hinted to WWE star being courted for the, uh, AEW, who is currently underutilized. Do you think it is Ryder, and that's the reason? For the title run, that's a good point. It could be writer, um, and, and that was actually one of the headlines. So let's uh, let's jump right into these headlines without further ado, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all ready for the headlines? You know, I think this is the third straight week that Lexi has uh, has has segwayed has uh, one of, one of her questions has segwayed into the headlines. I think um, I think you are hacking um, my emails. Lexi, because uh, you're doing a fantastic job of segueing into these headlines. So, third straight week goes to Lexi. Headlines, here we go. Uh, Yeah, so Jim Ross said that uh, WWE is paying uh, an undercard wrestler $500,000 to be off the streets to stay with the WWE. Um, obviously, you know, there's, Vince doesn't look at AEW as a threat, but at the same time, he is being stingy with his talent because he realizes that, uh, AEW and other promotions, uh, actually, cause I actually, um, uh, you know, rebellion was fantastic. I, I, I saw the Crockett cup. Crockett cup was very solid, very good match between Marty scroll and, and Nick Aldis, Um, Of course, a a really good match, uh, the finals um, with the, um, um, oh gosh, Bram, um, Latimer, Tom Latimer. And uh, I've actually chatted with Bram a few times. He was supposed to come on the show a while ago. Uh, but actually, was supposed to interview him, but uh, he was actually in the UK. We were having some issues with uh, the phone, so we never got it. We never got to pick it up. We actually was trying. We actually had a time scheduled to interview, and we were trying to make it happen. He was giving me his his American phone number was uh, not working or something like that, so he gave me another phone number. But, but I, at that time, I didn't have, and I didn't have uh, uh, like software to to to. Get UK calls and he gave me a UK number. So, um, we just rescheduled and never got back to it. Um, but yeah, he's. I'll, I'll try to bring him back on. Um, this was probably about, I don't know, a year ago, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a little longer. Um, let's see. Royce Isaacs. Okay, Royce Isaacs well, I- and Thomas Latimer. Yeah. That's who they, uh, that's right, beat. Um
0: Well um, you uh notice now that of course fan of here, but uh, can't be on the chat. There's one we did last um has issued a pitch of some kind of gift of him like escaping these ashes. Kind of reminds you of the, uh, the promo that uh, they did for Nathan Jones. Remember that? I guess it... Mm-hmm. Uh, Ambrose to ...John Boxley escape convict mm-hmm. from from jail, running a race. ...and random cops. Probably the same cops that was in that old DX TitanTron video.
2: mm mm-hmm. Got it. Kimball says so, uh, this show just keeps getting George better and Jay, Jay, better. My God. Appreciate it. Um... Lexi's asking, is there a limit on uh uh questions? She has five now. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um That's funny. Let's see. Um I what I I will just I'll just grab a bunch and just ask the ones uh that you know is more is most appealing. Um, you know, just to be respectful of his time. So that's what I shall do. Um you know what, Cody, I think you have a I think you make a good point. Um it's up to y'all. What do y'all want? Ask Steamboat or Ask Dragon? Which one do y'all want? Axe Steamboat or Axe Dragon? I think I like Axe Steamboat. Um yeah, I think I like axe steamboat. We shall do that. Hashtag Ask Steamboat. Um Yeah, that's what we'll do. I like Steamboat too. Um. All right, so let's see. So the people saying, yeah, revival got off for five hundred k. Um. So so Jim Ross said undercard. Um, I'm trying to figure out the actual. Uh, quotes. Let me grab the quotes right really quick. Yeah. So this was okay. So the okay. So here's the quotes. Uh, hashtag fightful for these quotes here. Uh that's a uh that's a good point. Um I heard the other day I'm uh someone told me I'm not I mean I'm in a meeting I was asking someone about Todd. I'm not officially in that department, but you know I'm the senior advisor, so I want to advise. I want to stick my nose Um I wanna stick my nose where it doesn't belong, but at least you're getting my opinion. I asked about one guy in WWE who's an undercard guy, been there a while, solid hand, could help the younger guys learn because he's at that age now, early 30s. And they say, well, he's not available. He just signed for half a million dollars. He's not even on television. $500,000, Bubba, just to keep him off the streets, so to speak. So, yeah, I would think that there's a reactionary phase of this deal that, hey, these guys got some cash and they're willing to pay people. So, yeah, that was from Busted Open Radio. So, um, really interesting, really interesting. A uh, guy in his thirties. I don't know who that is. So, um, but yeah, very very interesting. Uh, all right, so there's some really good Ask Chris questions here. Uh, there's also what else do we uh, going to talk about here from the Ask Chris questions here? Um let's talk about Um Brock Lesnar retiring from MMA. That just uh broke a few hours back. And I think that's that pretty much says that he's coming back to the WWE. So <sighs> So you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. That means the Brock Lesnar will probably beat Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship once again uh, to 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 be Universal <laughs> Champion. Oh man, I don't want it. I don't want it again. I don't mind. See, here's the thing. I don't mind Lesnar being in the WWE. I don't mind it at all. I do mind Brock Lesnar being, um. I mind Brock Lesnar being champ in a way for so long. Now I'm a huge advocate of wrestlers actually not world champions actually not coming on the show every week. I actually am a big fan of that. I totally prefer that. Um, But at the same time, if if you're gonna do that, be a special attraction. Like be, you know, don't have a title, and it's it's totally. It's totally fine if you come in quarterly. Totally fine. But don't do it as champion though. I I say, you know, do the old school um old school Hogan, you know, come once every 3 weeks, once every month, you know what I mean? So it gets to the point where uh WWE's like plugging you uh and getting pretty excited about your appearances and You know, NXT's even done that. When, you know, when Shinsuke Nakamura was champ, I remember them saying, you know, plugging his appearance, Finn Balor, you know, when he was champ. They, you know, they're not there every week, so they would plug their appearances and and, and really make it a, you know, make it a big deal, make it, make it, uh, exciting. But, yeah. Um, uh, other than that, don't make him champ again. And then Dima Lingo quits. Um, man, I just, (laughs) <laughs> WWE, oh, is not as solid as they think they were. Ladies and gentlemen, you have the best wrestler of 1995
0: yeah.
2: quitting <laughs> WWE. You're not uh, You're not, a with it. <laughs> You're not a uh, ladies and gentlemen, the <laughs> best wrestler be, be of yourself. 1995. Actually, wait a minute. It wasn't 95. It was maybe, hold on. It was 97, maybe? 94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 97. Okay. It wasn't 97. It was 97. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The best wrestler oh, wow. in 1997. No, it was not number three, Steve Austin. Lex Luger was number five in 97. Well, I guess he was like real big in in WCW at the time. Oh man! Yes. The, remember like,
0: the rack? Uh, yeah, remember the rack?
2: Yeah, I he do remember double. the rack. He would. Say, Ow! Ow! <laughs> I always thought that. Uh. I always thought that Luger, Luger was always <laughs> just funny to me, man, because uh, he would he would, <clears throat> he would act like he was hurting when he would when he would uh, uh, punch or do his uh, metal plate, elbow thing. He would he would punch. He would do the 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 weirdest looking punches, and they like, "Ow, ow!" And oh, then and then oh. he would and then he would do his uh, metal plate. "Ow!" Yow! <laughs> <I> was <just laughs> Luger was hilarious to me. Undertaker <laughs> was number six.
0: This is it. This is it. Go ahead. Luger had the the greatest sell. Uh, yeah. Lexi Express with my man at Cody. Uh, he gonna look this up. You know that one? <laughs> the Ron Robin tournament ninety ninety one ninety two was Muta Luger Flair. Wait, Luger Luger, Luger Luger with the mist, and Luger sold it like he yes. Wow! <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh,
2: ah. <laughs> ah that luger, is hilarious and luger
0: luger's leg never laid
2: straight luger's <laughs> straight yeah that is so uh, that is quite hilarious gotta love, gotta love luger um so okay so it, number four was ddp number three was steve austin Number 2 was uh uh Mitsuhiro Misawa. Um <clears throat> and number 1 ladies and gentlemen, the best wrestler according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated. The best wrestler of all of 1997 was Dean Malenko, ladies and gentlemen. Dean Malenko. Very odd. Um Yeah. Didn't win a top title at all. Was not a top guy in WWE, but very interesting, very interesting uh, pick there. He quit WWE. Um, I always thought Demolinko Malenko was a very solid hand, even as a competitor. And Demolinko Malenko, to me, was one of those perfect guys to be an agent because he has such a good mind for the business. Um, and he's, you know, has a ton of experience, has a family pedigree. And, uh, but yeah, so it looks like he's, he's gone and looks like he, he may be heading to, uh, AEW. <coughs> so Arn. we'll see that. Uh, Arn Anderson Arn. as well. Yeah. Arn Anderson and Dimalenko may be, uh, may be working together. Yeah, <coughs> Who? Horseman from the
0: nine, late nineties. Oh horseman. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Dimalenko. That's, that's true. Um, someone's wanting. Not even players Michael, players never go Michael's wanting me to uh, ask Chris. Can you go into more detail on the Alexa Bliss tweets? Um, let me see. Let me see here. I'm trying to look at her tweets actually and see where <coughs> it's could be um, where it is actually. Let me find that out real quick. Um, let's see. Um, um, okay, here we go. Here we go. This was couple days ago, get her queen and her stupid ponytail, Bailey, Bailey Fears the Goddess. Um, that's what Becky Lynn says, and, and Lexi says, uh, this was uh, on the 28th, haha, okay, make fun of me all you want, like it's something new for you guys, go comfort your friend, I'll save you guys a spot on the locker room floor, so... Okie dokie. yeah. Well, that's and then okay. So there's beef with Becky Lynch and Bailey. So speaking of that, um, let me uh, okay. So let me let me say this real quick with about about uh, uh, Bailey. Um, Bailey is such in a, ter- a terrible spot right now. Um, and this is my this is my hope for Money in the Bank. This is my hope for Money in the Bank. Real quick. I think that Charlotte, okay, so let's start here. Money in the Bank, you have Becky Lynch beating Lacey Evans, and then you have Lacey Evans giving Becky Lynch a woman's right, knocking her out. Charlotte comes in and um, pins Becky Lynch, wins the SmackDown title. Then you have um, like a number one contenders match. You have Ember Moon win that match, beat her at the next pay-per-view, which is, um, I don't know if they'll have the woman compete in Saudi Arabia this time around, but if they do, that would be great. Ember Moon defeating Charlotte at Saudi Arabia. That's in June. And then you have Charlotte, um, or this is what you can do. You can actually have Ember Moon being the number one contender. And they can build that up for the next, you know, four months to SummerSlam. Um, or you can have another filler feud for for Charlotte. And what you do, eventually you get to the road where you have Ember Moon being the the, the, the new um, face, uh, the, the, the person they're going to push. You have Bailey win the Money in the Bank match. And then you have Ember Moon. I would say probably Ember Moon. Um, probably I would say beating Charlotte at uh, Saudi Arabia, and then um, Charlotte, uh, and then beating Charlotte at SummerSlam too. So you have Ember Moon beating Charlotte at SummerSlam. You have Bailey cash in the Money in the Bank contract at this time. Ember Moon would have the belt for over two months. You have Bailey cashing in on Ember Moon, turn heel, because Ember Moon's well liked, so she has enough pops to turn Bailey heel. Uh, she's over enough to turn Bailey heel. So you turn Bailey heel on Ember Moon, and then there's a feud right there. Boom. Bailey versus Ember Moon. Bailey's the heel now. And uh, eventually, Ember Moon gets her comeuppance. <clears throat> let Bailey have a run from SummerSlam to. Um, WrestleMania, or at least you know Royal Rumble, or something like that. I'm always a big fan. I'm always a big fan of the baby face beating the heel at WrestleMania for championships. I think that's a feel good moment. We saw that, you know, with both Kofi Kingston and Becky Lynch this year, two feel good moments. <clears throat> I just think you know that Hogan Andre thing. It wasn't for the title. Well, well, Hogan had the title, but Andre was so large and in life, it was more like you hurt me, brother. Why would you do that? No, not like this type of deal. Um, and you, sure, you know, there, there was time. yeah. <clears throat> so you had a lot of you had a lot of that, you know, uh, with the with the with the heels. <clears throat> I, I like the faces chasing the heels and getting their come up at Mania. So I would like Ember Moon to win it back at Mania, um, but at the same time, this gives Bailey an opportunity to. I mean if she's a heel, you know, let her keep it from from Sivarasit, I mean let her keep it from SummerSlam to Mania. I mean that's a nice 8-month run. So that's my that's my take on uh the money in the bank. I think that Bailey should win it and then turn on uh Ember Moon. I think they should really they need to push I think Ember Moon is is a fantastic choice to be a, the face of SmackDown. Um she's great. I would I I think she was fantastic in NXT. I would have her talk less because the whole point of Ember Moon was to have that mystique, that mysterious character. Less is more. Do not keep her on that mic. I mean, her, her promos aren't bad, but the whole point was the whole was to make her mysterious. That's the reason why she worked so well in NXT. Keep her off that daggone... on. Why does everybody have to cut promos? You know, if if you're not if if your if your character is about cutting very little promos, don't cut a lot of promos. It just it makes no sense to me. It's terrible. Um,
0: Case in point. Case in point. Why do you need man? Who? Oh, that that's the downfall,
2: Strowman. <coughs> oh yes. I say
0: everyone needs <coughs> managers. There's
2: no. Yes. Absolutely,
0: And, and, and I, I told the story before. Uh, I don't know if I said it on this show or not. Maybe mine. Mr. Bargain. here's wrestling school. I know how he sounds when he talks.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, you sound. Yep. You, you mentioned that here. Yep.
0: Don't talk. Ever talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, all them years, you've never. Heard, oh, all, you heard him do all of that. You still never heard me talk.
2: That's all. He was a
0: beast when he said, Little, yeah, go, oh, the, the goose. That's Uh The goose, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we,
2: look
0: like a warlord. Have you ever.
2: Yeah, that's a good one, too.
0: Everybody, buddy. Stro, mm-hmm. Stroman was a beast when he talked, like, the Hercules shows. Or he talked, like, the Incredible Hulk.
2: Right. No. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Right. Hawk strong. Hawk fast. <laughs> fact, we better not hear laws, <laughs> bro. Right. Yeah. That's true. The, yeah. We we that All would right, be uh, terrible.
0: Funny, slow as hawk. No steps. You know anybody that's saw him? <laughs> know that funny
2: line.
0: No steps. <laughs> right. Um. I'm to start talking. I'm telling you guys, just wait, wait till they get laws, grand. Oh, that'll be, that'll
2: be I'm more. telling you. Just wait. Um. In NXT, I had no clue who Ember um, was or Kimble, was uh, what she was about. Um. Cody, how much did you watch NXT? Because, um. Um. Because she was way over in NXT. She was champ. Her, her, her few Oscar was absolutely amazing. Um. But Vince had mr fuji cutting people t- po- uh, uh people promos for t- yeah yeah absolutely cutting promos for tons of people I have to take your comment off daniel because of no profanity but you make a good point as far as um the importance of uh, fuji um you know the 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 importance of managers and, and people uh um uh, cutting promos uh for for other people good point daniel um Oh, they should have had Ember at, at, at versus Oscar and Mania. Yep, uh, I I think that would have been really good. I think that they they dropped the ball with Ember and Oscar because that was one of the best feuds. Um, uh, it, it was it was it was one of the best feuds in NXT before before um, before Oscar got hurt. Um, good point. Um, GSP's asking. Um, did Dean Ambrose change his name back to the original? Yeah, I mean well, he, he well, if, you know, he he can't be Dean Ambrose because that's a WWE thing. So it'd be John Moxley. Um, um I feel like you were given exclusive a PCO speaking of the possibility of winning the ROH championship. Your thoughts? I think so. I I, <clears throat> I saw it. Uh, ah, we should bring back the paraline back with music. You know, I thought about that. Um, the reason why I didn't do it anymore because they they uh, the they actually pinged me the uh, <laughs> the the uh, <laughs> composer for Hallelujah they actually pinged me for my show um, and it wasn't like a copyright I mean it was they 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 alerted YouTube that I used their music but they allowed me to use their music but I just don't even want to deal with any type of any type of issues with that? Um, it's funny because um, every every song, like like the the, the, the uh, intro song for the seventh year anniversary, um, they actually let me the the uh, the, um, uh, the jazz artists, They actually let me um, uh, use the song for the for the podcast and the outro song, another jazz uh, group. Um, they let me use it too, but still YouTube, uh, <laughs> I'll get like, I'll get like, uh, alerts when I, when, when I get pinged for, for music and I'm like, it's so weird because all of these artists have let me use their music for my show. But YouTube is, uh, I guess really strict like that. Um, but yeah, um, I actually have a, I actually have a, a, a gospel jazz artist, that uh is let me use his music um mm-hmm. one of his songs, and so I think I'm gonna use that for the uh prayer request, so <laughs> especially since i'm especially since I'm getting a uh, a request to bring it back, I think I'm gonna do it with um with his music that he allowed me to use um so yeah, all the music like like I said the seventh anniversary countdown music the the outro music all the artists have given me I've written permission to use all of those um, all of those songs but still get paying for that stuff <clears throat> um, so as far as winning the RS Championship I, th- I see it happening I, I, like I said I went to uh, Masters of the Craft and uh, looks like they were um, doing that with him and Matt, and, and Matt Taven he actually pinned Matt Taven at the event so I'm totally cool I'm totally cool with PCO being ROH champions. This has been a really, really uh, cool story. Wild Boy thinks uh, SmackDown was boring and pew. Yeah, I, th- I was there live. It was uh, it was not very good. Uh, Aleister Black pinned uh, uh, Andrade uh, in a dark match beforehand. They actually was promoting during this show, like during the Hardy segment, they actually... Um, Showed the live crowd, they showed us the live crowd. Becky Lynch coming back out after the whole Charlotte attack. She was like, I had a couple minutes to think about it, and I think I'm not going to wait until Money in the Bank. I think I'm going to do it now. I think I'm going to do it tonight. What do you guys think? So everybody goes, you know, hey, hey, yay, yay. And I was like, you know what? That's probably a dark match. So. SmackDown ends and they go straight into 205 live. At this point, it's after 10 o'clock. I'm like, hey, I gotta go back (laughs) to my studio and uh, get ready for my show. So, and then plus it was, as I was driving on the freeway, they're working on one of the one of the lanes of the uh, uh, freeway that uh, the the route that I take to my house. And so that took more time. And I'm glad that I left early at a little after 10. And uh, yeah, as soon as they went into 205 Live, as soon as I saw the Tony Neese promo, I'm like, you know what? They're probably going to do this after 205 Live. Are you kidding me? And I was like, oh, I'm out of here. Like, there's there's no way that I'm going to, I'm not going to, you know, miss my show, of course. So I, I left early. I left right after um, right after SmackDown and uh, that Tony Neese promo came up and I was gone and the crazy thing is this is how people this is how much people 205 live is in a dead spot they were going out (laughs) by droves like it was it was in a mass exodus (laughs) like at the arena so many people were leaving uh, when Smackdown left, it it was embarrassing how many people left after Smackdown uh, that they didn't they had no desire at all to watch 205 Live. So I have no idea why WWE don't see that you have people. I mean, I, I kid you not when I was leaving. I would say at least about 500 people left. At least. And people were coming out of the arena as I was leaving, as I was driving my truck out the <laughs> arena. People were leaving. People con- were continuously continuously leaving as I was out of the building. They, they were walking to the parking lot. There was like a few hundred people in the parking lot. And there were people outside. Um, there were people coming outside the arena as I was leaving. So... I would say probably a third. I would I would guess that probably a third of the audience left um, during two o five live. So that to me, no I, I, people
0: I, cared about.
2: I've never seen that live. I've never seen people do that live. Um, because you know I don't think the times them went to SmackDown. I don't rec- I don't recall two o five live being right after SmackDown because usually Raw comes to columbus and last time smackdown came was probably I think probably a year or so ago but i don't recall 205 being after it um because i know for a second they, they they went on wednesday nights but um i don't know yeah yeah it just it just went like crazy they just oh. left like crazy
0: Most people stayed for the mix match challenge. Why well,
2: they do de- for re- Yeah, I think I think people would people would I think people would love the Mixed match challenge too because the thing is you you already have a SmackDown that was a big lack lackluster, um, and then you know <clears throat> then you're going to give me that afterwards. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, no thanks. People people were just not buying it uh who did ddp people, de- defeat to become european champion who did ddp defeat to become european champion yeah but,
0: people left but more people stayed and yeah alive. more people leave because it's like you know why do we care you know?
2: right right yeah
0: and, mm. when i was there for you know,
2: that front row it was a mixed man some people left people can't still five alive nobody cares you don't give us a reason to care there's when no nobody has there's, care. yeah there's no reason to care and, and it and it shows <laughs> yeah it shows um so just give me your grades on Raw and Smackdown you know people yeah, you know I, GHP good job Christian Christian um I would just do two or five live tapings and full Like to do NXT. I've said that for so long, Kimbo. I agree with you. Um, <clears throat> Mac, what's going on? What's going on, C-Town? Um, C-Town says, rights-free music. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like I said, I mean, the, the, the artists give me the rights to play the music, which is crazy. The cool down music reminds me of relaxing in the pool and he a slack of flapjacks. Absolutely. I love it. I'd do it for you. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Johnny says, Good luck to him Moon at this point. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, change my uh, Johnny says, Ask Chris, oh, yeah. hey, yo, Chris, change my mind. If you have to, but PCO is the best Edler character we have now. <laughs> I'm not going to spend time to change your mind. I think he's uh doing a fantastic run. Um, Oh yeah, just give me just give me your grades on Raw and SmackDown. I mean, we're not going to spend too much time on this, honestly. Um, F and C. F F F for Raw. Oh wow. What they
0: were
2: doing. (coughs) Yeah, Yeah, speaking of Raw, speaking of Raw, had the 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 lowest rating, the lowest rated um, uh, non-holiday Raw ever in history. That just goes to show how just. Yeah, it's such a decline, man. It's sad. You
0: can't blame it all on the finals either.
2: That's true. That's true. That's very true. Yep. Yep.
0: Because
2: they've had NBA finals plenty of years beforehand, so this is so you can't do that for sure. Um, GSP says B (laughs) and C. Cody didn't watch it, so assuming C minus at best. Oh wow, wow boy! Uh, says Raw D and SmackDown F. Yikes! C Town says definitely Chris free promo for artists. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean they, they 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 give me consent to to play it. I'm going play it. Um. Tammy says um, D for both. Daniel says I'll say this much: it's pretty bad when Raw goes under two million when AJ and Seth for the main spot. That's a good point. That's a that's a very good point, Um, especially since you know it just goes to show that there's not there's not there's a very big lack of big name, big feel talent in the WWE because you have so many people wrestling every single week. Nobody stands out, even your champions. Becky Lynch wrestled the first match of SmackDown today, like, or, or last night. That goes to show, you are Becky Two Belts. You're the Raw and Women's Champion. You wrestled the first match on SmackDown. That, that, it seems like the WWE is purposely trying to make people stay within the company and not larger than the company. I don't think Ryback said that one time. I think Ryback said the triple H told him that before. And it's, it goes to show, um, it, it goes to show that the WWE is not doing much to really make people <clears throat> larger than life stars anymore. And that's very sad. Um, so the Hardy's, um, are they they relinquish their titles because uh, uh, Jeff is injured? So that's unfortunate. So we'll see what happens yeah. with okay. that. Um, let's see. Yeah. So Raw, Raw D SmackDown, B, uh, F. Okay. Um, what other? Lexi says Raw D SmackDown C minus. I think that's yeah. I think that's that's where I'll land. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: <clears throat> yeah, the same thing I said. Why? Uh, I mean, people' backs getting shaved. It's like, what are we? What?
2: Yeah, the back shave.
0: Yeah. So uh, as I was in the movies, yeah. I, I saw in game those. I know it was in there for three hours. It did not seem like a chore. Raw and, and I thought. man it it was a struggle i mean i don't mm-hmm. lo- i don't remember the last time I so was... I didn't pause it or watch something else or get something to eat
2: mhm yeah it was, uh, was uh, raw, too much raw was uh <clears throat> yeah, raw was definitely a struggle um cody's asking the short clips wwe puts out in pay-per-views are enough you don't miss anything in between would you even watch if it wasn't your job good question cody Mm. because i'm a wwe lifer see i think i think here's the here's the funny part because i'm so disappointed in the product over the past six, seven, eight years, I was like, you know what? I have to get paid for this stuff, like because because it gives me an excuse to watch wrestling. Because I because I would be upset, I would still watch wrestling, but be quite upset that I'm watching wrestling because I'm a lifer. But at the same time, it's like I'm so disappointed in wrestling as a whole, like specifically WWE, that. I have to make this lucrative at some point. Because I I, I, feel, I hate wasting my time. That's one big peppy. I hate the feeling of uh, wasting my time. So, uh, I feel like I would waste my time if I watched Raw and SmackDown. And so, I was like, you know what? But I, I'm still an avid wrestling fan. <clears throat> um, I've shared this story before. My, my great-grandma... Uh, Raised me until she passed away when I was in high school. Actually, uh, uh, I was 14 uh, when she passed away. And um, so, yeah, I mean, legacy lives on, you know, for her. uh, But it's like. uh, No, I'm so dissatisfied with what I see. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna get paid for it. I'm gonna make this lucrative. So at least there's a reason. At least I, I'm getting paid for watching this garbage. Um, what does Tommy End or Alistair Black Johnny's asking fit on the M, uh, money in the bank card? I don't even know if they'll put him on there. I was, I had him predicted. I did a, a live stream on Wrestling Inc. at um, on the Facebook at uh, the the arena before, right before SmackDown, and I was guessing the four um, SmackDown men and women's uh, Money in Bank uh, participants, and uh, yeah, I mean, I thought Aleister Black was going to be there, but it's interesting that he's still competing as a babyface because um, he, you know, like I said, he was on the dark uh, the the dark match, but it seems like they're trying to heal him up. Um, so we'll see how that is, but it seems like they're still going to spend time trying to build his, uh, his character. So we'll see. Uh, wild boy said, did I, did I miss my, uh, did I miss your announcement for next week? My announcement is that I will be interviewing Ricky steamboat <clears throat> and, um, I'll be interviewing him on Friday and airing the interview next week on the show. So use the hashtag ask For those who are listening, audio as well, and for those who are listening Thursday on Facebook, use the hashtag of Ask Steamboat right before Friday. I'll be interviewing him Friday afternoon, and I will be posing your questions to him. That is the announcement. Um, Any intel on Daniel Bryan's injury status? Do you think it's a, a contract holdout? Now, uh, from what I from what I heard, it wasn't uh, a contract holdout in disguise. It seems like they're trying to really uh, keep a, a keen eye on uh, his status. Um, I heard some stuff, and this I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard some stuff on <clears throat> when Kofi was stomping him in the face during WrestleMania. Um, you know, because because Daniel Bryan was doing the stomps in the face too, and then Kofi was stomping him in the face. So that's just speculation. I don't I, I haven't got that confirmed, but I did hear that though. Um uh, I think that's, I think that's it. <clears throat> All right. So there's your Raw and Smackdown review and grades. Um again, being there at Smackdown always fun. Uh always fun to to be somewhere live in WWE of course I pop for Kofi, of course I pop for Reigns. But other than that, um, yeah, yeah. Uh real quick on the Crockett Cup, uh Sienna, or Allison K is her name, but uh, she was, you know, better known as uh, Sienna in Impact Wrestling. She became an NWA Women's Champ by defeating Santana Garrett because Jazz had to relinquish the title. Kokabano w- won the National Championship which Ah, uh, they yeah. got, they got to He beat really Mac. They gotta change that title, man. I get it, the old school steamboat versus Flair looking title, with the uh, America on the on the middle on the center plate, you know, being the center plate. But it looks like a weight belt with the American with 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 America, uh, you know, just slapped weird. on it. I just. It looks I weird. I don't like I saw it. The man. Pictures. Like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, I don't like it. It's just it yeah. North American title. Yeah, I mean it oh like from an old school po- I get the old school point of it. But they had an they had a national championship that kind of looked like the T V title, if I remember. Uh I think that's when uh Buddy Landell had it. Um and I think uh Dusty Rose had it, and I think that um Tully Blancher had it for a while, too. Let me let me check the history. And we got a, got a few minutes. We can, you know, we can roll with plan B. We're going to close up here in a minute here.
0: Isn't it funny how my buddies, the Rock and Roll Express, how they still got better? Uh, shout out to them, man, Ricky and Robbie. They still can put up with them drops.
2: Yeah, they did. They, yeah, they went against the Briscoes and wow the, the national championship has been <clears throat> so it was just a, it's only been a hiatus from uh, 86 to 97 so 11 year hiatus 11 year hiatus. and it's been marching on since then started in 1980 <clears throat> so uh, you know Tommy Rich Jack, Jack Briscoe Austin Idol was the first champ <clears throat> Mongolian stopper ondorf <clears throat> 82 Zabisco. <clears throat> Mr. Wrestling too, DiBiase, Brad Armstrong. Um, in '84, twice. You know, I was <clears throat> big Brad Armstrong fan. Um, Taylor. So when we remember it <clears throat> in the mid '80s, during the WWE, so Buddy Landell won in the k '85. He beats um, Terry Taylor, I believe. Yeah, he beat Terry Taylor for the National Heavyweight T- uh, Championship. And <clears throat> Dusty Rhodes was awarded the title after Landale was fired. Tully Blanchard. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, Tully Blanchard in 86, Wahoo McDaniel, and then Nakita uh, Kola. Um, who was also at the Crockett Cup. It looks fantastic, man. looks great. For, how old is he now? Uh, 60. Turned 60 this year. Looks fantastic for 60. Um, All right. So that is that. Let's uh, do a few. We're we're supposed to be grading the Money in the Bank winners. Um, So we'll do a few, and then we'll uh, hop off for tonight. Of course, had a fantastic time with you all, as always. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. A couple, uh, okay, real quick. Uh. Both Johnny and uh, Lexi is asking about AEW possibly getting CM Punk, <clears throat> or will he and AJ Lee show up at Summerslam? I don't see Punk and I don't see Punk. Uh, he just—he's a very stubborn person, man, and uh, I don't see him joining the WWE ever. I mean, like in a long time, if at all. Johnny's asking if Phil join AEW. Um. <laughs> I can see it as I can like I said, I can see him as a commentator. Um so we shall see.
0: Uh, do we see. need punk? Do we miss punk? Nope. Done. Nothing against punk. I'm not saying he sucks, but really people. Really. We do not. Say you know. He was champ for a year and the ratings was just barely above
2: over a year 434 I mean, days, I
0: think it was <laughs> over a year the, he
2: yeah absolutely and I, I'm
0: not messing with you by asking about pump everybody keeps talking about pump pump, pump. yep uh, the thing that people thought was new but been out since the 80s not a new song uh, a unique look I give them that but other than that <sighs>
2: Yeah man. You are no. correct, sir. Maybe Dana <coughs>
0: might want to get pumped back in UFC. <laughs> um oh, trying man. to look
2: for the trying to look for the flavor of the week. Um I mean, punk, the week stuff.
0: I don't now. hate punk. It just I don't think he it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Becky Lynch winning the title. He show up everybody's
2: gonna be happy they the butter on their biscuits and then after two weeks it's gonna die well I said I mean i i I, I, I said it last week you know my 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 take on it I think that uh if he does uh if he I think that he should do I think he should be he should be an announcer or he should be a play by play guy and I think that <clears throat> I think that Park makes a fantastic heel. I think that Pac should um, should go against him. I think that Pac should to uh, taunt him, and um, he snaps, and that that leads to um, that leads to um, CM Punk caving in and saying, "Okay, I'll, I'll face you." So you have CM Punk versus Pac. I think that's uh, I think that's the way to do it, brother. That's the way to do it. So, let me find. I thought I had this flavor of the week, uh, this flavor of the week promo thing up here for my Plan B. <clears throat> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna find it, and I'm gonna put this up. Uh, this, <clears throat> I'm gonna make. The, I'm gonna do. The, I'm gonna do this. All right. I'm gonna find this sound bite. And I'm going to um to make this happen. But as far as CM Punk is concerned, um uh, let's see this might be a um, I think I think I just found it uh, maybe. Let's see. I think this is it here. Here we go. Let's see. I have no idea what this is, but let's see what this is. It is now time for the flavor of the week. <laughs> well, there you go, brother. <laughs> There's, there is the sound bite for the flavor of the week. Um, and I've got another one for you too. Uh, that's why this is why I absolutely love Plan B, man. This is so organic. Um, oh, I I had it right here actually. <laughs> I had it right here. I was trying to find it all the time, but it's just right in front of my face. Um. All right, so we're going to talk about the a few of the the uh, rating the money and bank winners. Um, a few of them at first so we'll do more next week um, and then we shall take it from there let's get the outro which let's get the outro music which i was 100% authorized to play by the way so i uh, just want to make just want to make sure that the people know um brother <laughs> Authorized to play this music. Um, As soon as I find it here. As soon as... uh, It's supposed to be available. But I don't know why it's... uh, Not being available for me. I sure hope that it... uh, Here we go. Um, I'll find it, guys. I shall find this outro music because I know GHP loves it. <clears throat> and I know I know that's one of uh, GHP's favorite part of the show. I love it, uh, and Evan loves it as well. So, got something for y'all. Oh yeah! <laughs> there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's time to relax and chill it's outro time ladies and gentlemen pancakes and power sim show 370th episode this is chris featherstone with Devon tech proud and we're ahead now uh in the meantime in between time we're going to talk about some money the bank winners for y'all to give them a grade <laughs> love it g3 with his headphones here <laughs> Keep it on repeat. <laughs> uh sorry, so what would you grade? Um so Edge was the first one. Um uh <laughs> Um Edge, what would you Yes Wild Boy for for that late night drive That's right. This is the Pancakes and Power sam show ladies and gentlemen for that late night drive. It's one uh, 1.21 in the morning, currently. Um, and uh, this is Chris Featherstone with the Pancakes and Power Slam show. This is the outro we're talking about. This makes me want to be in the, the smooth mood. Quiet storm. That's right, Tammy. Uh, the 2005 winner was Edge. What grade would you give Edge? We'll do the first five. What grade would you give Edge? As a winner, as a winner, you have to think a. about everything. Into Evan says a a for edge says wild wow, boy because his first title win. Yes, yes. Kimbo says a <clears throat> major title. All right, so let's go on. We have got uh, 2006. <clears throat> uh, Oh, nice! Johnny says it's 7:21 in the morning here in Germany, but on a holiday, so I don't care. (laughs) GSP says B. All right, so let's move on. RVD, RVD, uh, WrestleMania 22, 2006. (coughs) Ah, nice! (laughs) Alexi says, "Love the vibe, dancing in my living room, love it." Cody says A for age. Um, Beatsburg. What would you give uh, RVD? RV, uh, Wild Wildboy says A for RVD. Hey,
0: man. Yeah, one uh, night. Yeah, I want
2: to see him. See him. Yeah. Right. Uh, ECW one night. Now, let, let me re. You Yeah. Let me reiterate GHP says B. Lexi says V. Kimbo says B. Two thousand seven, Mr. Kennedy, Kennedy. Uh, unfortunately, I, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm, buddies. I'm, I'm, I'm buddies. Yeah, exactly. I'm real. You know, I'm good buddies with Ken, man. But I would say this overall, and he, he yeah, would, he would agree. I think it's an F. Um, but, but this has nothing to do with, uh, you know. Oh yeah, he got her. Kennedy, yeah. Ken Anderson is one of my f- favorite people in the business. Super cool guy we've had many talks on religion Yeah, he knows how strong of a Christian I am uh, but he, he you know we've had some really fun talks and um, just a really nice guy uh, but <laughs> but um, F F um, GHPC minus Kimbo F uh, Wild Boy, uh, C, I was there to see him live, but he was, uh, he was super over. Yeah, that's true. That's true. right, uh, let's do one more. Uh, CM Punk for 2008 and 2009. So, rank, so, rank both of them. He won it back to back. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Kimbo says this is all business, brother. Hey? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hey? Uh, Lexi says C, um, yeah i would say probably c for punk yeah i say c for punk c minus says ghp uh, c for kimbo um yeah 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 all right ladies and gentlemen uh we went over time because we started a little late uh because of smackdown but uh plan b of course in the workings we worked well and um Gonna close the show up for tonight. Perfect uh perfect closure with uh the outro music here. (laughs) It's been it's been fun. Uh thanks for making the cooldown music a segment. Yes, absolutely. all right ladies and gentlemen, uh three uh three hundred and seventy episodes in the books uh for Chris Featherstone. For Evan Tech Proud, I'm Chris Featherstone, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you had a good time. Uh, thanks for PCO. Thanks, for, thanks for the flexibility for PCO. Cool dude. Of course, Ricky Steamboat next week. On behalf of NTEC, proud ladies and gentlemen. Hope you all had a good time. I'm Chris Featherstone. 370 episodes. Good, uh, always remember. God, uh, enjoy your Ricky wrestling. God bless and always remember. I do it for you. Have a good night, everybody.